0: The reading this morning is taken from Acts, chapter 4, beginning at verse 23. After they were released, they went to their friends and reported what the chief priests and elders had said to them. When they heard it, they raised their voices together to God and said, Sovereign Lord, who made heaven and the earth and the sea and everything in them, it is you who said, by the Holy Spirit through our ancestor David, your servant, why did the Gentiles rage and the peoples imagine vain things? The kings of the earth took their stand, and the rulers have gathered together against the Lord and against his Messiah. For in this city, in fact, both Herod and Pontius Pilate with the Gentiles and the peoples of Israel gathered together against your holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed to do whatever your hand and your plan had predestined to take place. And now, Lord, look at their threats and grant to your servants to speak your word with all boldness while you stretch out your hand to heal and signs and wonders are performed through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. When they had prayed, the place in which they were gathered was shaken and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and spoke the word of God with boldness. Hear the word of the Lord.
1: Uh, the Christian story is the story of us, uh, us as a group of people, us in relationship with God. It's, it's a big picture story often we can think about life very much individually i've got to create my own story i've got to make my own way but we actually all fit into a big picture a a landscape of what god's doing across the world and each of us have parts that god calls us into to be able to play in order to bring blessing to the world not all of us find uh Uh, our way and understanding fully of what God has for us, but God has purpose for us. He has a story that involves us and him. Uh, When we think about that big picture, the response of our hearts and our souls should be, thank you, God, that you have chosen me to be a part of your story. Thank you, God, that you've chosen me to be a part of your family. Thank you, God. And so this morning, uh, what we're talking about is how we are, as a people of God, called to give appropriate response to the initiative of God. You see, we're told that we are to create our own story, to do our own thing. But when all of us look at the stars, uh, we stand out in nature and we look at the trees, we don't say wow, thank you for what I have made, <laughs> do we? we? We look at creation and go, there's, there's something bigger than this. Uh, when you look at the the wings of a dragonfly, you go, wow, the intricacy of, of design in this world that we live in. And so when we think about prayer, uh, it's a response to what God has done. And the, the rightful response is to go, Wow, thank you so much. Uh, in human relationships, when, when someone does something for us and blesses us, we go, well, thank you, you shouldn't have, it's too much. And the, the natural response to God for his initiative to us is that adoring thankfulness to him. Last week when we talked about prayer, we talked about the, the privilege of access uh, and You you may remember that that's his son under the desk. Uh, We have the privilege of great access to God, but the privilege of access uh, shouldn't mean that we forget to whom we have access. Uh, We have access to the one who created all things, who made us, who is in charge of the world that we live in. Uh, So as we remember that we have access and we have authority and, and opportunity, Uh, We need to remember who has given us access and remember actually who is God, Uh, that I'm not God, that you're not God, that he's not God. (laughs) Uh, Remember who is God. Uh, There was a a man who was sitting at a bar in the pub and he was talking to one of his friends uh, about his daughter who just got engaged to uh, a lovely young chap. and, And he said to the guy, and I'm, uh, he's, he's, a, he's a lovely guy, the, this guy my daughter's uh, going to get married to. He's amazing in, in many ways. And, but I'm a little bit concerned about him. Uh, I caught up with him and we were talking through things. He's you know, still studying at university. And, and so I said to him, well, how, how are you going to support my daughter? How are you going to provide a house? And, and his response was, well, God will provide. And then I said, well... Uh, how are you going to earn money? And he said, oh, well, God will provide. And uh, the conversation went on a a little bit. Well, well, what about as the the kids grow up? What career are you going to be in? And and the new son-in-law said, oh, God will provide. And his response to the guy sitting next to him at the bar was, I'm a little bit concerned because I think he thinks that I am God. (laughs) We live in a very rich world where we can do things that produce results that sustain us in life. Uh, Sometimes we forget that actually God gives us the hands, the, the brains, the intellect, what we need the job, the opportunity to be able to put food on the table to have shelter over our heads. That God is actually our provider. And so, in prayer, Uh, Adoration is reminding ourselves who God is and remembering that we're not God and he is. Uh, Sometimes we find uh, that maybe we don't pray enough because we have a little bit too much confidence in our own ability to provide for ourselves and maybe not enough recognition that what is provided for us is the blessing of God to us. So remember who God is. Uh, that, that's a, a key of prayer. We're going to look at Acts chapter 4. If you've got your pew Bible, the red pew Bible, uh, in front of you, uh, then you can open it to page 888. Uh, we're looking at the, the believer's prayer for boldness. Uh, they were, as new believers, spreading the gospel facing increasing persecution, and their prayer towards God was not, God, take all of this away, but uh, God, give us uh, what we need. Work, uh, give us the boldness, uh, work in us that we would have what we need to fulfill what you call us to. Interesting prayer, isn't it? It's a prayer that captures the picture of not just Receiving, but taking part in a bigger story. Uh, what you see as you read through this passage is they spend a lot of time actually with eyes fixed towards God. Uh, so, so we see them uh, say, "Sovereign Lord, uh, remember who God is—the the, the sovereign Lord of all who made the heaven and the earth." So they remember who God is. Uh, uh, you are the one who made everything. It is. You who did, uh, you who spoke, uh, you spoke and everything was created. Uh, You did these things in in our history uh, amongst the people. And so therefore, God, please, now, Lord, please look at their threats, verse 29, and grant to your servants, speak your word with all boldness. Uh, so, So what you see is that Roughly seventy-five percent of this prayer is, Our Sovereign Lord, you are, you made, you spoke, you did, and then this short little request at the end. And the short little request is is about saying, Well, oh God, this is who you are. Just be who you are in this situation to us, that we may be who you call us to be. This confidence. Uh, so what we see here is a model for how we should pray. As a people, the, we, we want to spend often a lot of time asking, but actually uh, the, the right response to, to God is to bring him adoration for what he's done. Now, when life's not going well for me, uh, I usually get straight to the point of wanting things uh, and saying, God, this is what I need. Uh, in those moments of life not going well, I'm not thinking, uh, God, you're so amazing. Uh, but what we see here is, is a model of approach to God, recognizing that even when I'm not feeling that God is amazing, because life is not going well, that, that God is still who he is. And so adoration is something that's done uh, before we, we feel like doing it. Uh, not from a, a, always from a place of deep emotional uh, over, uh, overwhelm that we're, uh, just bubbles out or pours out. Uh, imagine in my relationship with Katie, if, if I only told her I loved her when I was absolutely overwhelmed with love. Uh, she would hear it, but she wouldn't hear it as regularly maybe as she hears it now. Uh, if you told someone that you appreciated them, Uh, only when you felt overwhelmingly appreciative of them, then you probably wouldn't tell them that often. There'll be moments, but those moments will be far and few between. Uh, One of the reasons that we start our time of worship uh, as a church with adoration, praise songs, is because it brings our heart into that place of alignment and recognizing who God is, who we are, And it actually fills us with joy as we remember who he is. And in that time of worship, he reminds us of who we are. See, the the key part of prayer is that it's not just about getting things. It's about building relationship. Uh, When I say to Katie uh, how much I love her, I can see an, an immediate response in her. Uh, whether it's a a smile, if I give her a hug, uh, whether it's a a response to that, there's a response that happens. Uh, God is not unmoved by our praise. When we offer adoration to him, he responds to us. And so that's part of the, the relationship that we're in. And we may not hear it as an audible voice. We may not feel it physically but we can know that he is moved by our adoration of him Uh, so as christians when we come to prayer uh, i think god calls us to to actually take on the the language that he gives us and it's a language of of adoring him and then believing that he actually wants to do what we're going to ask him to do I'm going to give you a a small formula for prayer that will hopefully help you to be a person of prayer uh, using the acronym PRAY. uh, Pause, rejoice, ask, and yield. When I need to pray or when I feel prompted to pray or when I set aside time to pray, there's often a million things going on in my mind. And so what I need to do as I start that time is I need to pause Sometimes I need to park or write down those things so they don't uh, sit in my head. I I need to pause and and take stock. Uh, So look around me and just just consider. Uh, I do like to pray uh, when I'm walking or outside because I can see and observe and there's things that I'm thankful for. Uh, But pausing to set aside what needs to be set aside and then to gain perspective on who it is that you're praying to. Uh, Then Rejoice or adore God. So spend some time uh, giving thanks for who God is. Uh, Even before your heart feels like doing it, uh, rejoice in him. Celebrate with him. Uh, Then ask. Then after asking, you might like to yield. So... In, and you don't have to follow this as sequential, but uh, it can be helpful to have these broad categories. So, so as you ask, uh, you yield, and the act of yielding is just sitting before God and uh, listening to what he might have to say or encourage you with how he might want to direct your heart. Next week, Kirsty's going to be talking a little bit about listening to God. So that's that yielding act. C.S. Lewis says, in commanding us to glorify him, God is inviting us to enjoy him. In commanding us to glorify him, God is inviting us to enjoy him. Uh, The the walk of following Jesus is not meant to be a joyless existence. Uh, The work of praise is not meant to be absent from joy there's a reason why our hearts are often filled in that place of offering out praise to God in song because uh, we're invited into the that place of enjoying him Uh, so let me encourage you to see prayer as a place where even if you've not found it yet there is actually a storehouse of joy for you to discover We're going to do an exercise now. Uh, I want you to all grab a book. If it's green or if it's uh, red, it doesn't really matter. Uh, What we're going to do is we're going to open up to Psalm 8. Uh, The prayer book has... So I, I would like every person to have a book in front of them. So Psalm 8 can be found on page 427 of the Red Bible. Or if you've got the prayer book, uh, you can find it on page 229. There we go. Uh, so find Psalm 8. And as, as you look at Psalm 8, you, you possibly will recognize uh, that when Kirstie led us in prayer, uh, she led us using Psalm 8 as words that were able to help us give praise to God. Uh, what I would like to give us uh, now is a time, uh, not in a group, uh, not out loud in a big congregation, but actually just you and God to to sit there uh, with the words of Psalm 8. And sometimes I I think we struggle for words uh, when it comes to praise or giving thanks to God. Uh, Remember some of those phrases we got in Acts 4, uh, you are you made, you spoke, you did. Uh, there, are uh, words of adoration. You can start your sentences any of those ways. You are, you made, you spoke, you did. Uh, and using Psalm 8, uh, I would love for us to spend a couple of minutes just giving praise to God. Uh, last week I encouraged you that when we pray, it's best to not just pray in our head but to Uh, at a minimum, quietly whisper uh, those words out loud. Uh, So when the believers in Acts 4 (laughs) gathered together, they all boldly prayed out loud. I'm not asking for us all to boldly pray uh, loudly so everyone can hear, but I would like you to have a quiet whisper with you and God. Just psalmate and what you might like to do is take a verse and say uh say verse one oh lord our governor how glorious is your name in all the earth and you can rephrase that so you can as a as words of praise to god god you are glorious god your name is above all other names now for, for some of you this might feel really unnatural and that's okay uh, because if you're not practiced in praising God uh, and joining in that language it's like learning new language but your your words don't always have to sound like the Bible. Uh, you can use words that are your words. We're just using Psalm 8 now as, as something that can help us, give us words and help direct our hearts. So I'm going to give you Two minutes, uh, and you've got more than enough time to fill that whole two minutes with praises to God. So let's go. You are who you are, uh, that that you made us, uh, that you spoke us into existence, and that you have done good things for us. We ask that you continue to pour out your spirit and fill us with love, that we may respond to your your kindness towards us with adoration, praise, rejoicing that you're worthy of. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Uh, This week I'd love to give you what I've Called the 151 challenge. Uh, last week, I asked you to pray for five minutes each day. Uh, for some of you, that may have already been happening. For others, that may have been something new. Uh, for others, you, you may have failed at even the five minutes. That's okay. We're, we're a place of grace. Uh, this this week, I would love you to take on what I call 151. Uh, one minute to pause, to just stay take stock, to observe, to hear the rain. <laughs> The, the wind, give thanks to God for even that. Then spend five minutes uh, rejoicing. Uh, if, you're, if you're struggling, the, the Psalms are really good places of finding uh, words that help us to express feelings towards God. And they're a great model for prayer uh, as you see other people doing what we just did. Then uh, one minute to ask. Uh, Next week, Kirsty's talking about listening. So just this week, 151. Uh, Maybe it'll be 1511 next week, I'm not sure. (laughs) Uh, So let me encourage us to be a people of prayer. God has called us to himself, to know him, to know we are loved by him, to find our identity in connection with him. Prayer is this beautiful gift from God that enables us to, grow in understanding who he is and how he sees us to this beautiful opportunity for us to know we are loved and treasured uh, to find comfort to find peace to be renewed in joy to be strengthened in hope uh, to see god work Uh, so let me encourage you to do the 151 and encourage each other this week to do the 151 challenge that we will grow as a people, uh, not just that pray and ask, but give praise and thanks to God. Uh, Let me pray for us. Uh, God, uh, thank you that you are teaching us to pray. Uh, Thank you that you never leave us uh, where we're at to just stay there forever. But thank you that you gently guide us by your Spirit. Uh, Lord, we pray for the guidance that each of us needs in order to move from where we are to uh, the place of intimacy with you that you have designed for us. Uh, Lord, as we struggle and and wrestle uh, with how we do that authentically as us, uh, we we are confident that by your Spirit you will teach and grow us. Uh, Lord, remove from us the burden that we might feel to pray like someone else, even praying exactly the way that uh, we see those prayers in Scripture. Uh, Teach us, Lord, to come to you uh, with, with great humility and full confidence that you want us to pray like us to you and that you take delight in that. Lord, as we grow in prayer, help us to know Uh, that you love us, that you're with us, uh, that you are taking joy in each of us. And Lord, I thank you that that for each person here, that each person here is valuable to you, uh, treasured by you, loved by you, called by you. I thank you that each person here has a place in your family, thank you that we are loved by our our Father uh, in heaven. I thank you that you've done great things for us. Uh, We rejoice in you, who you are, what you've done, and what you will do. And we pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen.